Welcome to the Sturgeon Outdoor Podcast. It's time to sit back and enjoy. Hello once again to another episode of Sturgeon Outdoors. Today we're going to be talking about snowboarding on a budget and how I used to go about and do it. Uh, as always, I'm joined here with Taylor. Hey, what's going on, guys? And let's get right into it. Uh, Taylor, how have you been? I've been all right. Um, it's been a little chilly. Um, been working like normal. Um, other than that, nothing's really changed. Been hustling. We got a couple big things coming up with the, with the podcast um, with everything going on, so just stay tuned for that. Um, other than that, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, cold weather is officially upon us. We're starting to see those low teens to single digits. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been cold. This wind is not helping at all, and unfortunately, I have an outside job that I get to go to. And freeze my fingers off. Yeah. Um, well, I, I would say the same, but I don't. But um, one interesting <laughs> fact about this weather, it's about 15 degrees out, and um, you're in your garage again. Yep. Um, yep. You, you're loving it out there, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But um, so if people remember, we had Mike on last week, and um, I believe – you guys are going to the Buffalo Bills game tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, well, it's tomorrow in the time of recording this. By the time this is released, it would be the previous weekend. So it'll be so what this so, is it a wild card weekend. Um Buffalo's <laughs> playing New England up there at I think it's what 425 tomorrow at tomorrow evening. No, no, it's eight o'clock no, or eight, something. Yeah. Eight o'clock game. Yes. Yes, it's a late one. And it is going to be cold. It's uh has a high of three. And with wind chill, real feel, you're talking negative seven to negative 14. And what I've, yes. what I've heard is this may be the coldest game up in um, Orchard Park, Buffalo history. So, like, you guys may be part of history. So, I, 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 I would be pretty excited if we were. I would I, not mind that. I will not be up there. I will be nice and warm <laughs> wherever I'm at. So I wish you guys the best. Um, it, it'll be fun for you. It'll hopefully when this comes out, they, for your guys' sake, they have won. And um, they will be going on and playing. I will hate to say it, but they'll probably be going on to play Kansas City, I believe, because Pittsburgh plays them, which I'm a fan of. And I don't think we're winning. So you guys will be playing the next one up. Kansas city. So, and you'll be going, going to arrowhead, I believe. So I wish, Honestly, I wish you guys the be best of luck. Great. That'd be a great rematch game. A little redemption from last year. If anyone knows a little bit about football, Buffalo was uh, AFC champs last year as they are this year. So no, they're division. They champ. actually not, lost division not, champs. Yeah. yeah AFC, not AFC champ. Right? Oh, no oh, division. Yeah, division. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. Division champs misspoke. 
Here we go. Another but, Buffalo uh, fan going off. Oh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they ended up losing to Kansas City last year. So it would be great to see them actually pull it off and beat Kansas City. Yeah, so I'm actually super excited about the game. I think it should be a great time. Uh, like Taylor said, Mike, who was our guest last year, invited me. Well, not last year, Jesus. Last uh, last week, invited me, and I just couldn't tell him no. I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. First Bills game I've been to in a long time. First Bills game he's been to a long, long time. And he really picked a hell of a game. Yeah, you guys, you guys will have fun right at the end zone there. Um, have a chance to be on camera on TV when they kick. So hopefully it's better than the first time they played in New England this year with the wins that were terrible. Um, I was at that game for a short time. And um, <laughs> for a short time, love how you had to throw that one in there. For a short time, I was there, but I, w- I experienced the wins. Um, those were terrible. So I really wish the score in that game was a fluke. Um, so, hey, Taylor. I do- can you just reiterate why it was a short time? No. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to get fired up again. So all I can say is it wasn't my fault. Wrong place, wrong time. That's all I'm saying. So, and I, I, I can. Yeah, it was. It was just a heck of a time. Um, but yeah. So, you know, staying with this cold. Um, and we talked about, we want to talk about snowboarding because what else are you going to do at this time of year other than like, I don't know, sit at home, do nothing. And we're, we're in a prime place where we have, you know, the resorts around, but then like, I know we'll get into it, but we also can snowboard in the city too. So I said, Taylor, I like where you're going with this. And I think it brings up one point. Yes, you can go to all the resorts around, but you're talking a half hour drive, food when you get up there, and resort food isn't cheap. And a lift pass itself is not cheap either. So one of the big things that I used to do, being a broke college student, is what I called urban snowboarding, which is where you talk you know, some of these hills that you might have gone sledding down as a kid, some of these hills that, you know, are free public parks, stuff like that. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, wow, how can that ever compare to a resort? It doesn't. It's not the same at all, but it is what you make it. So I think that's kind of what we're going to be going into this episode. It's kind of ways that you can be like, hey, I have no money, but I want to go out and I want to go out and have fun with the snowboard or, Hey, I got off work. It's late. It's too late to go drive up there. It's going to be closed by the time I actually go up there. What can I do? And I think that's nice. You know, being able to kind of be inventive and really have local places that you can just go to and go have fun. And we're going to be discussing two kinds. One is the urban snowboarding which I say snowboarding because I was a snowboarder. However, you can obviously do skis. It's not really, you know, that big of a difference. But for this whole video, I'm going to be referring to snowboarding. Like I said, not to hate on people with skis, but 
we all know snowboards are better. So, and the second one getting into that is uh, a little backwoods, backwoods snowboarding, which is something I've done a few times. It's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into the pros and cons of that and really, you know, what you can do. And like I said, you got to be inventive. You got to really think about it. You got to figure out, come up with a plan and be like, hey, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to try something new. Hey, this is cheap, free. And it's right in your backyard. So let's get into it a little bit, shall we? I like it. Now, since Taylor, you brought it up first, we're going to go to uh, urban snowboarding. And first off, what is it? Like I said before, this is what you're talking about with the little kid hills that you used to go sledding down and public parks that you can sled down and you're probably sitting there thinking you're like hey how can this be a fun place for someone who actually knows how to snowboard or someone who actually can hit those resorts and really know what they're doing how can you go have fun with it well let me tell you you can build a whole bunch of jumps on it nice free easy takes a little bit of time you can build some jumps on it. What we used to do is there was actually a little park right by the lake. And we used to get out of work probably around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock-ish when the park's supposed to be closed. But right next door, there was actually a dock that used to sit by the lake. So what we used to do, not really recommending it, but it was fun is uh, take some of the dock sections. We used to make ramps and rails out of that. And pretty much you make your own terrain park. It really gives you that, you don't pick up enough speed where you're gonna hit it and really mess yourself up if you hit it wrong, but kind of gets you that, that good feel over, hey, you know, here's how to grind a rail. Here's how you can pop yourself up onto a picnic table. There's a few of those. We used to actually uh, use a gazebo as kind of like a little launch off too. And like I said, it was just using your imagination. What can you do? How can you make this, you know, it seems bleak when you first show up to this hill, but how can you make it into something where you're going to sit there and you're going to enjoy it time and time again? We actually used to have a whole bunch of onlookers that would just be people, you know, running by, walking around. And it'd be like 10 o'clock at night and they'd be stopping watching us snowboard. And it, it was a great time. Like I said, broke college kids and we used to just sit there and snowboard and just for fun, you know, it was just kind of tr- one up in each other. Oh, I can do this. I can do that. And just kind of going through. So like when it, when you say like building terrain and all that, like building your own like course, um, I've seen videos of people like going off of buildings, jumping down, going on things. Is that the same as what you're talking about? Now I was not jumping off any buildings or anything like that. Uh, we well, really we didn't know, have we know, set up for that. We know that because you could barely ride a bike without breaking your wrist. We don't need you jumping off of any buildings. So, I mean, realistically you could, um, 
one of the big things out there that you can use for urban snowboarding, and you'll see them a lot, they're called banshee bungees, which is what you can do. It just pretty much is giant bungee cord. You can give them different lengths, different strengths, and it'll just kind of pull you forward and they'll give you just enough speed where you can kind of like pop up onto rails, do stuff, you know, pop up onto a jump or something. And it'll take you from completely flat to having enough speed to do that. So that, those were always fun to kind of play around with too, which is probably more like what you're looking at. Yeah. Where it can be, you know, you see a lot of videos of people, you know, going from flatland, bobby, like hopping up onto a rail and going down a rail. Banshee bungees are definitely one of those things that you use for that. Especially anything flat you want to use, you got to have something to push your momentum forward and get you going. Right. Yeah, I was just curious because I actually watched, it was weird. Sometimes I have time at work just to watch a couple of videos when I'm um, doing my thing there. And I actually watch these people. Um, they're on a college campus and they're actually snowboarding down a walk, down a set of stairs turning a corner to a walkway and then jumping off a jump down a hill. And I'm like, huh. You can totally, like I said, it's all what you make it. Like you're pretty much the whole, if you find a hill of any sort, you can make it into whatever you want. And a lot of it is just opportunity. What is there available? What can you do? We're dealing with, we're dealing with, you know, I want to say it was a, I don't know, a little, it was probably about like a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Maybe a little, little steeper than that, but not much. And it was just like, wow, we have these dock sections. We have time on our hands. Let's build up some, let's build up some ramps. Let's build up some stuff. And like I said, a lot of it is just finding that opportunity. What can you do here? What's available to do here? And what can you really make of it? So with something like that, though, um, I'm sure it can't. I, I'm sure it can't look the best to people if you're just out there. Like, and I, I don't know if it's a like good public image if you're going to be doing something like that. I don't know if you need like permission from people because I don't want say I don't want someone to listen to this. And you know, you know something. Nolan and Taylor told me I could go build a ramp in the middle of the road. And just jump it. Well, obviously, you gotta use some common so, sense. Well, listen, we know uh, we know common you know. sense isn't that common sometimes. So we gotta <laughs> gotta put that disclaimer out and everything. But you no, know. I'm not saying go out in the middle of the road. I'm talking, you know, find a hill. Like I said, the best way to do it is these little hills that you know you sled down as a kid, and you get there, and you know nobody's touched it, so you can make all this stuff with all the powder and everything kind of dig your own trails, trailblaze a little bit. And you really just got to, I'm not saying just go out there and wherever you want and not be safe. You have to be aware of your surroundings. Right. hundred percent. You have to be aware of your surroundings. And I think that's where, you know, like you said, common sense isn't so common anymore. Right. You have to be aware of your surroundings. Public image inside the middle of the street. No, you don't want to be inside the middle of the street. You don't want to be blocking the street. You don't want to do anything where it's potentially hazardous. You just want to just go out and have a good time. 
go have fun, do some, you know, just do some stuff. Doesn't even matter. Just go out there, you know, test yourself. Be like, hey, I'm going to try and do this. I can build this. What can I do with that? Go from there. Figure that stuff out. Like I said, do not, do not be dumb. Be aware. Be aware, 100%. So, so, so we got the urban um, snowboarding down. Um, what is, but there's another one. What's it called? Back, you called it backwoods? Backwoods snowboarding. Backwoods. What do I mean by backwoods snowboarding? Well, where I actually go hunting at is on a hill. As you know, we've talked about during hunting season, you know, you and me, we talked about going up, you know, I was like, well, this little walk that we did was a nice, easy walk, but you go up from the bottom and it's, it's a hike, you know, you might be only walking quarter, half mile, but it's a hike. Mm -hmm. It's a very steep hike. And uh, one of the things me and my cousin used to do actually was we would go up there and he would ski and I would snowboard down. And that was some, that was some intense, intense snowboarding. I will say that is nothing like the urban snowboarding at all. It's very, you have to be well aware of your surroundings and you have to be well aware of any potential hazards for that. Because you were talking, you are in the woods, there is minimal cut trails and there is fallen trees all over the place. There is, you know, potential risk hazards that you just have to be aware of. That's why you go, I can't tell you how many times be going along snowboarding in the front like lip will just dip down underneath the tree and you do a little cartwheel over the top of yourself yeah i mean it's fun it's free you have a good time but it is one of those things where you have to be aware of everything so you're talking what with, with doing that is like so i know we don't have what other people have like we don't have the like extravagant, like big mountains. And is that like the same kind of thing? Like the people that like say hike up a mountain or the people that go up in a helicopter, get dropped down and then go down. Is that like the same kind of thing? Just more extreme or like, is it okay? called something different I, or. I have never done the helicopter thing. I mean, realistically it's called the same thing. And the whole process in which you are going down the hill is very similar you have to be aware of your surroundings you have to be aware of the hazards you have to kind of the best way to do it is kind of you have to be like five steps ahead you gotta see where you're going all right what's going on there you know what's happening and a lot of it is just that planning ahead like i said it's a great way to go about I always had fun doing it. You're the only people on there. It'd just be me and my cousin. We'd be the only people there. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a great time. So like the hike sucked. You had to hike (laughs) up to the top. (laughs) You're hiking all the way up to the top and you go down and then we had a car parked down at the bottom. So then you have to go ride up, you know, drive up back up to the top, drop, you know, drive back down, drop off a car, drive back up to the top, load all your gear up and go back up and hike again. Like it was a process in order to do it. 
but it was a good time. They so don't know, 100%, 100% you have to be aware. Right. So you got to be aware of like the unseen things and everything. But like, yep. so like we talked before, you don't have to pay for what do they call it, lift pass. Yes. Is it, you don't have to pay like, for lift pass. Yeah, you don't have to pay for a lift pass. At this point, you're wherever you're at, you can bring your own food. So it's cheap. Um, yep. It's not crowded because it's only who you bring with you. So it could be as many or as few as you want. Yep. And, and like, depending on where you pick and like the spots you pick, there's always going to be good snow for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. And like, like the hill that we were at, it's no problem getting going or anything. And you can kind of, I guess the one nice thing about where we're at is I, I hunt there. So I knew where our four wheeler trails are. I knew where, you know, certain deer trails are and you can kind of follow those or, you know, you can just go veer off and you can be pretty much wherever you want and you can just keep going down the hill. Yeah. Obviously be aware. Like I keep saying, be aware, but it's so important. But where the steep drop-offs are, you got to kind of know something about the area. I wouldn't ever recommend just going out at it blind. You'd have to look at a topographic map or, or something, have some sort of idea of either A, here's where I'm going, or B, here's where the terrain kind of, we got to watch this area, or we got to be on this side of this. You, you got to have some sort of clue when you're doing the backwoods you can't you can't just go at it blind that'll that'll death sentence right there so like so we've talked before and i'm gonna bring this up again do you have any like fun stories of like someone you know not like fun stories but i guess they could be fun like someone really hurt get almost getting hurt close calls, something. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to hear, and I'm sure everybody, you know, in the boring things of, yay, we went down the hill a couple of times. Like, no, I want like, I want the juicy stuff. Like, okay. So here's a story that it, you got to think of how Mike's story last time where he was a kid on a sled and he ran into somebody. With a snowboard, you have a edge. There's a metal edge on the snowboard. So if you go into somebody, you have to be well aware of where that edge is because you could you could you could hurt somebody, you could ruin their day. Like you could cut them right open. And I want to say that's probably one of those things. Like, yeah, it happens every once in a while. You'll be going down and hit a patch of ice or something, start sliding. But you just got to be careful with that as one of those serious injury things. But what about for me? Like, I've definitely, you ever seen the show Ridiculousness? Oh, absolutely. Are you saying you should have some yeah. clips on there? I, I mean, I definitely could have if I were recording it. But there's a lot of times where you do the scorpion. Oof. You know, you have your 
yeah, oh yeah, you land right there on your chest and your whole body just folds forward. I've done that a few times. I remember there was one time where I was going down a hill and it, it, this was at a resort and there was kind of like this little intermediate pass, but it was a steep little drop off. So I was thinking, you know, I'm going down the one trail and I can cut off to the right and I should be good. Well, it was a lot steeper than I thought it was because by the time I actually dropped in on it, my board didn't actually catch the ground. So it was pretty much like a, a good free fall right until the end. By that point, you know, I was, I was off center. I was, I was thinking, you know, just cutting in real quick and it just flew forward. I was like, oh man. And now you just slide right on your butt and you just, there's some times where you just keep going and you don't even know when you're going to stop going down the hill. You got to kind of dig the edge of your snowboard in to try and like pick yourself back up because some conditions like you'll learn that there's different snow types. Like you'll have the ice chunks, you'll have the powder, you'll have, you know, fresh groomed and they all react differently when you fall down. You know, fresh powder is just going to stop you. Groom, you can be going down. Ice, you are going down. You could be going down for a while on ice. It is so hard to get yourself back, you know, in control when you've been down on the ice. And it hurts when you fall on that. Hurts. I don't think I've had any, like, serious injuries happen to myself other than, you know, knock the wind out of yourself. You got to kind of sit there and, you know, kind of take a breath relax but other than that i don't think i have had any any serious injuries at least nothing that i know of has happened uh, see i've i've like we talked i've never skied i've never snowboarded except a cheap walmart board but i don't really count that like going anywhere big all i remember in high school is people going to ski club and yep i did that (laughs) i i remember so I kept hearing they didn't like want the sports players going, and I am always was concerned why. Until I saw, like, one trip, all I heard is people complaining about getting hurt, all of this, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be a part of that. Like, that's, that's that, no. It's one of those, I would say, I can see how people get injured. You know, broken collarbones are one of those things that, you see quite a bit people landing wrong on their shoulders, people landing wrong, busting an elbow, popping the shoulder out of the socket, that kind of stuff. And I could see that. I've never personally experienced it or seen someone personally do it, but I know it happens. And a lot of it is those unideal conditions, you know, those, those icy days where, slip sliding you really don't have much control over what you're doing or you're just doing something dumb which is totally something i mean snowboarding slash skiing culture is all about one-upping someone else like that's what it is you sit there and you're like i'm gonna do this better than the person who just did it in front of me and the person behind you is like i'm gonna do this better than that guy and you just constantly go through it it's just one up, one up. Oh, I can do this better. I can do this. And that's just how the culture is. There's really nothing wrong with it. That's just how it, that's just how it is. You always try and better yourself and better, you know, being around people. You just try and do 
that kind of thing. Unfortunately, it does lead to some dumb decisions, but that's how people get hurt. But well, it's the same kind of thing as like going to the gym and you have like the meatheads in there. No, I want to say meatheads, but you know, the big ass, big dudes just, oh yeah, how much can you do that? And they just keep going back and forth. And that, like, that's how people get hurt. So, yes, that's so how what, people get hurt. I mean, one up each other, it's fun. It's a fun little game, but you do, you end up getting hurt eventually, you know, because eventually it reaches a point where your, your skill level is not at, and you just got to be like, oh, damn, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Can't back down now. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, because at that point, it's like, oh, oh, you're not going to do it? Oh, weird. Didn't yeah. realize you were a little bitch. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, that's that is the culture. And it's fun. It's a fun culture to be a part of. I'm happy to say, like, I'm part of it. Yeah. No, that's got got my snowboard right up there, actually. Yeah. You got one behind you, too, on your right? No, that's 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 my land shark logger board. I say it looks it almost looks like a snowboard. See, I know what it is, but it almost looks it is, like a snowboard from here. Like that's it is a, it's a snowboard outline. Yeah, it, it does look like it. So like good kudos to you for um being ready with the decorations for this episode. But um one day one day maybe I'll actually bust out the the land shark logger snowboard and actually show you guys what it looks like, but until that happens I, I say we should wait until we get a good old podcast studio for that that'd be a nice decoration see i'd like it i mean right now it sits in my garage <laughs> all it would it's be doing one. is sitting somewhere else so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still have i mean i got that god years ago now i was still in high school when i got that it was just given to me here you go you want it Sure, I'll take it. I've had it ever since. But, well, I hope, I, I really just hope we helped people understand different types of snowboarding. And I, like I said, common sense isn't that common. So please, if you attempt to do anything, be careful. Don't, don't, don't be stupid. It's, that's the easiest way to describe it. No, know your limitations is the key. Yeah, know you know what you can handle. Know what you can handle alone, or know what you can handle by with someone else, because those could be two different thresholds. You know, there's right. certain things that backwoods snowboarding. I don't know if I'll do it alone. I'd always want to have at least someone there just in case something happened. Mm-hmm. But you know, as for figure out what you can do by yourself, figure out what you can do safe. Go out there, have fun. But no one. It is before we go. I'm gonna share some big news. This podcast will drop on this Friday coming up, but also we um, have a YouTube channel as well that will be premiering and coming soon. With um, it won't be full episodes, but it'll be you know the key key things. Just you know you have to check it out. It's um. Sorry, it's Sturgeon Outdoors on YouTube. Search it up. Um, nothing's on there yet, so you may not find it, but you know, search it up. See what we see the fun stuff coming out just to add us to another um, another social media platform. So 
sometimes. I feel like there should be a, a link coming out on on uh, Facebook pretty soon for it. Yeah, a little bit. We'll put so, what we'll do is we'll put a link in the podcast description. We'll put a link in um, on Facebook, Instagram. I don't think we can on Instagram yet, but TikTok, we'll put one in there. We'll put it in the link tree. So click on the link tree. It'll be in there. So boom, right there. Uh, yeah, that's awesome news. I'm excited. New 2022. We're really bringing out every, pulling out all the stops. We're really getting into everything we possibly can. And like Taylor said, he's been busy. Just one project after another, after another, just going on just to bring in all these new cool updates that we really have pl- planned for this next year. It'll be, it's going to be a and fun year. I'm so. excited. Yeah, absolutely. Excited. Absolutely. As am I, it's going to be a fun year. Um, I just can't wait to see what, what we got going, but as always make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, soon to be YouTube. Check us out. Um, like comment, share everything. More views, more shares, more, more word gets out. So, Nolan, if you don't have anything else, we'll talk to everybody later. See you later. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. Keep up to date with us for the latest happenings between episodes by following our Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok page. We'll put a link in the description. And until next time, we'll talk to you.